Support for Chasm Quest comes from Manscaped. Unbeatable and below-the-waist grooming, Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. The Lawnmower 4.0 includes a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Did you mention the wireless charging? The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. No, Taylor, I, I forgot to mention that. Idiot. Join over 4 million worldwide who trust Manscaped. Get 20% off today and free worldwide shipping with promo code ROWDY at manscaped.com. That's promo code ROWDY at manscaped.com. Manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Now that Tilly and Oyas were reunited, old Bartom was ready to tell him about his plan and what were to come next, of course. Oyas, with his plain seeing, and no, not plain like ordinary, uh, or like those mythical giant birds that carry people around in their stomachs, but Plane like other worlds, like the ethereal plane, or the astral plane, or the abyss, were enough to make you insane in the plane brain. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I admit, I heard it as soon as it came out, um... Sounded better in my head, but you get it. You get it. Um, oh, and uh, Tilly were a creator and, and all that. Um, so, suffice to say, the two were ready for whatever party had come in for them. Which, what a good thing. Because the old wizard started speaking of fey creatures... Other realms, an unending storm over Lake Fenor, a hidden tribe of ancient elves, stones with the power of creation, and oh, of course, a dragon. Fire crackles and the nighttime breeze passes over the hut. Bartolm has just exclaimed, I suppose I should tell you about <clears throat> the dragon. Thank you for the tea, Telnius. 
you all might want to grab some for yourself and take a seat for this. Yeah, uh, that sounds good. And I go yeah. over and I make a, a cup. The dragon, okay. Uh, I walk over, still just kind of like glancing back and forth between him and Aya's <laughs> dragon. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> yes, um, I suppose uh, Aya's told me a bit of your travels. You have at least learned of Lunkist and Sarenko, the dragons who served Sarenko the dwarves and Lunkist the orc. They did not just appear from out of the mountains just as the dwarves and orc did. They were created just as Ulna and Horse were. Oh, yes, Ayas, you haven't met our most recent creations. Telnius, why don't you go and, and get to our friends? Uh, remind me, how did we open... Did he do some magic trick to open it, or was it like a book yeah, that he Yeah, it was pulled? a book. Okay, yeah. And so he I, said an incantation. Okay, okay. Um, oh, Oh my god. Okay. Alright, check it out. And What's I up? run over to the bookshelf and I pull the book and nothing happens. And I like okay, come on, come on. <laughs> I like pull the book back and forth, pull it, pull it. The inscription on the front page. Oh, okay. I read it and then I say it. Alright, give me an arcana check. And make up something cool. <laughs> okay. I I rolled a seven, but my arcana is pretty solid. Do it in Bartom's voice. <laughs> oh, you like you do a recitation I in Bartom's voice. <laughs> open sesame. <laughs> open oh, nice. sesame seed. So a fourteen. Oh yeah. Okay. So it it kind of like clicks first, and then like slowly un unhinges and begins to open. Okay. Basalis um. Kampar. Right? Is that how it's pronounced? I guess. <laughs> it looks like it's working. Oh, oh right. this yes. is my voice. You right. can, yeah. You don't have to mimic me. You can say <laughs> it in your own voice. Right. Right. Okay. Well, it worked. So, uh, think you're wrong. <laughs> Just go get the dragons, you dingus. <laughs> so I climb down the stairs. Uh, actually, no. Uh, I like start to run down the stairs as they, you know, spread out and open up, and. You hear the squawking of the two dragons, and they kind of fly. They fly up through the hole, uh, swirling around each other and nipping at each other's tails and and playing. And you see two dragons. One of them is a bluish white, uh, like small dragonling with gold specks on the, her wings, like uh, like in the shape of like a, a galaxies. And the other one was green emerald green like an emerald green made from an emerald and, right um, is named horse the dragon right um and so i wave my hand and point to my shoulder and i say una or damn it <clears throat> i'm not talking like you una una and i like stick my elbow out or my uh shoulder out and she flies and lands perches on my shoulder and nips at my earlobe and then how she how about that turns her head and looks at you where'd you get that thing yeah, this uh, this is Ona. I made her um, with this. And I pull out the Amorite stone and show it to you. And I say, so I'm actually, I'm made of this. So is she. It's pretty complex. But I used this to create her. We mentioned that I'm Thesla, right? Yeah, yeah, I 
I think I've processed it now. Cool. Yeah, it's a lot. Anyway, she's pretty cool, and uh, she takes off and flies around you and perches on your shoulder and uh, rubs her scaly neck on your cheek. One of your creations. I like it. I guess you're right. Is it supposed to get bigger? Not these ones. These are pseudo-dragons. Nothing in comparison to what was made in the ancient times. But, um... A foretaste of perhaps an age to come. Hmm. Depending on where Telnius's powers take him, there could be many new creatures amongst these lands. Well, Olna, it's a pleasure to meet you. And uh, she begins to chirp like... What about the other one? And begins like biting at like some biscuits on the table near you. Oh, She's a hungry girl. Okay. <laughs> and um, the the green one horse goes over and, and flies straight into Bartom's lap as <laughs> Bartom begins to pet his neck. The way you said that, I thought you meant like flies right into his oh, lap. Oh, oh, horse. Oh, a little too quick there, horse. <laughs> a little rambunctious you are. We'll have to uh, do some trainings later. Not a, too much horseplay. <laughs> All right, so these are the dragons. Now what? No, these are not the dragons I uh, wish to speak of. I simply meant as an example. These were created by the gods. Uh, Lunkist and Sarenko were created by the gods Nyx and Juneo. I see. And uh, Juneo was first to uh, break the code of how to create such a powerful creature. In fact... In terms of hierarchy of power, it would be Radovin, the architects, the gods, the dragons, and then all other creatures below. Mm-hmm. The dragons were the closest things to the gods creating a replication of themselves. A few of the dragons growing ancient and wise enough to make some creations of their own. So, wait. Does that mean that every god has a dragon? Um, not necessarily, but many did learn the trade of creating dragons. The white dragon you saw, Ias, back in Verahim, very well could have been, or could be, a creation of either Nordi or Svanya. Hmm. Well, if it is, Svanya has more of them, that's for sure. Yes, which is what makes her such a threat. Of course, dealing with the cult of Karnas here, we will have to um, devise some, some plans and um, equip ourselves with allies as well. Looks like we're well on our way. We've gotten the orcs. Mm-hmm. I think we've gotten the, at least some of the dwarves, right? Did yeah. we get dwarves? And the, well, the halflings? The halflings, for sure. Good. We've got the church. At least half of it. At right. least half of it. I know the sandalwood won't be hard to gain trust with. Right, just stick your head out the window. Right. And yell at him right now. Hey! Hey, get over here! 
Bjarne. <laughs> yeah, that's not quite how it works, Ayas. But unfortunately, as you may have also learned, Serenko was lost to the war beneath the mountains, beneath the crags. Mm. Uh, Loonkist had killed them in, in bloody battle between the orcs and the dwarves. Did we ever find out what happened to Loonquist? Well, apparently Loonquist was defeated, and now its parts are scattered around. One of our goals are to bring its remains back to the orcs. Yes. Um, after the war between the first war of the orcs and the dwarves, that is actually when Radovine created me in Barda and sent me here to watch over Trayland and everything that was happening here, for Juneo had fallen into a... A depression had had gone away to Kasana to do more creation there, leaving the High Lords uh, in power after him. I digress. When I arrived in Trayland, I, I then attempted the same with some of the most precious stone that I had. A slab of pink marble I'd brought from Barda. In all honesty, I was... Already jealous of the gods and how you, Radovine, had seen them. The admiration you had for Juneo especially. It made me feel like I had much to live up to. So, uh, in, in an act of trying to impress you, I created something. The most powerful thing I could have imagined. A replication of what Juneo and Nyx had made. I'd made a dragon, that's for sure. But it was more crystal and marble than organic material, had pale flesh and pink eyes, and their scales were tough and angular. Mm. Though I loved them and named them Thurve, friend of the elf, I knew it would let my creator down. They didn't have the same abilities and communication skills as the other dragons, and so they remained my secret companion for many years. Oh, but I'm, I'm rambling now. What I mean to get at is that long before they perished, I did show them to Nyx in hopes of learning from her, for she had made Lunkist a mighty and intelligent creature, and her and I had formed a special bond over our love for the elves and the fae of this world. Hmm. And so we collaborated together, and with the largest emerald stone we could find, we combined our creation powers and made Velsur Enna, master of the wilderness, a mighty green dragon fit to serve the forest and protect its flora and fauna. Nyx and the Fae revered their mind and compassionate heart. Finally, I had helped create something that would truly impress my own creator. But after Nyx's death at the hands of Victor, I was inflicted by a dark shadow of the mind, and the green dragon was weakened by their grief. Too soon after we had learned in the midst of our turmoil that Victor was now hunting the dragons to harvest their hearts for more power. 
being a god wasn't enough for him. He wanted to be the most and only most powerful ruler of Treyland, if not the world. So Velsur Enna, the green dragon, went into hiding with the Aspen Elves, who were there to help drive Victor from Norholm after his murder of Nyx. I had been their chief until I failed Nyx, and we amiably agreed that I would step down. I will not lie. After that, the death of Nyx, I went into a deep depression. Knowing that I had failed Norholm, and most crucially had failed my creator. And Bartholm gives you, Telnius, a look with years of sorrow and maybe guilt, if not shame. I put my hand on his shoulder. Bartholm, no. You did the best that you could. Those words mean so much to me. You, now with your knowledge. As he raises an arm and kind of grasps your shoulder, him sitting, you standing next to him. Means so much to hear those words. A weight does feel lifted off my shoulders. Thank you, Telnius. I can't believe you needed me to tell you that. You've, you've done so much. Yes, you have. You were talking about how we should not have heard that name, Karnas. You and Elric were the ones who went back and destroyed all the literature, right? Hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, for it was that soon after Nyx's death, Juneo's death followed as as I believe you know now at this point. Mm. And Victor became the powerful demon lord he is now. Victor in his human form and something far more monstrous in his demonic form. Although the death of Nyx and Juneo led to your demise, Radovine, I did make it my mission to find a way to gain my strength back. And yes, it was centuries later that I would meet Elric Whitehammer. And during the War of the Three, Whitehammer would find his way amongst the ranks of Victor's armies in order to deceive him. And we practiced first the art of unnaming with one whom we knew was a spawn of this Karnas. And here in Norholm, we attempted the first unnaming. He was a general in Victor's armies. Carmichael, I believe his name was. But he was the first to be unnamed. So when he says Carmichael, do we hear him say Carmichael? Oh, good, good point. I didn't think about that. Thank you. Hmm. Ooh, that's fun. So maybe it like he's, he oh, words something? As he, as he says something, you hear a language that you've never heard before, hmm. like an ancient form of elven that hmm. does does not compute. Yeah. So I can't your, even like piece together syllables. Hmm. No. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, okay. good point. Because as he says it, he then kind of opens his eyes and he says, yes, um, I'm sorry, a, a general of Victor's uh, forces. And... Um, 
When we unnamed him, banishing him from the material realm, it brought the full fury of, of Victor's armies. Hmm. Uh, Ayas, I'm sure you can guess what happened after that, perhaps? Yes. A monumentous occasion here on Norholm. The burning. Yeah. Yes. The burning of 33 BP, I believe. Yes, it was horrible. And in that burning is when I lost my... Is when I lost my Thurve. My friend. The one whom I had crafted from pink marble. They what about the green dragon? As far as I know... Valserena. Valserena still remains with the Aspen tribe. But we have not heard from them in many, many years. What they are up to we do not know, and their connection to this unending storm, which I am afraid is coincidentally close to where the Aspen tribe lives. That is what I wish for you to seek out. I wish for you to seek out in the morning the Aspen tribe. Aye. And find this or any sign that Velser Anna lives and can aid in the fight against Esfania. That sounds like an excellent step. Yeah. Where do you presume they are located? It is known that they are just a few miles south of the Oak tribe. There are some friends coming tomorrow who will help guide you to first the Oak tribe, and then hopefully, if things work as planned, to the Aspen. Excellent. Anyone from the Sandalwood? Yes, an old friend of yours. Chief S. Lunessa will be coming. Lunessa herself, making a voyage. Aye. She understands the brevity of the situation. Makes sense, especially after everything I heard about what happened in Sinneath. How do you figure this Popkin man heard about Karnas? Hmm. If he is claiming to be a scion of Karnas, it is possible that through some form of lineage, the name of Karnas was passed along. My suspicion is through some relic, such as the one you spoke of, the Staff of Nordi, or possibly some form of book. I do not know. I wish I had more information to be helpful. Well, it seems like the unnaming was pretty significant. Yeah. Did a hell of a job. Yes, um, it did not make many happy with our attempts to erase their people's histories and even religions at times, but, um... Yeah, I believe Anatola let out a few curses about that. Oh, well... Hopefully, Selvi has her sorted out at this point. Uh, yes, I, I know that there are those who were not happy with Elric's doings, but if only they knew, could know, how many lives have been protected over the years by eradicating the names of Juneo, Nix, and Kanos. It's a hard struggle. One side of her probably wants her identity. 
through our heritage. The other side probably would be grateful to hear that. No matter. It's a hard world we live in, this material realm known as Anu. Everything we experience seems to have a bit of the full spectrum. Good and evil, light and dark. Happiness, joy and sorrow. I did want to mention, you had spoken about my plain sight. How I might have been gifted with something like that. I know it was partly to do to you that I got any kind of sight back. Mm -hmm. But I should tell you that I have had contact with another plane walker. You remember my friend Leva. Oh. My suspicions were true then. Lava had more than just a uh, emotional connection to you. And was not just another elf whom you had a crush on. Okay, you got me there. <laughs> but yeah, she was a dryad. Mm. Still is, as far as I know, but I haven't seen her in 20 years. Many of the Fae have left these forests. It was not communicated to me as to why, but I suspect those amongst the Aspen may have more information about that. I unfortunately have been limited in my ability to gain more knowledge with my decreasing state of health. I am sorry that I will not be able to join you on your journeys tomorrow but I trust those who I have called upon. No, that, that makes sense, Bartholm. You, you need to get your rest. You've done enough. Not like, you've done enough, but like, oh, you've done enough, you know. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very vulnerable right now. <laughs> and horse the dragon kind of purrs and cuddles up closer. Oh, uh, yes, well... My tea is wearing off, and I am becoming tired now. Well, as you know, that I have this mark on my chest now. From Brim himself, I also have another mark. And I do wish to share that with you. Yeah, Bartholm had, like, started to get up, and then you say this, and his eyes go wide, and he begins to sit back down, creaking back into his old armchair. And my sleeves are torn off because I just... I nixed him the second I got into the forest, and I was all just battered from the last battle anyway. And uh, I say, Ikoren in Trasnued, Okanjan Tifugratau. And on my arm, golden vines begin to glow all over my shoulder and like a band around the shoulder. Oh, what? what is that? A gift from a friend. By Nix's antlers. I cannot believe this. And Bartolm goes to get back up and begins to bring his hand close to your arm. I let him. Leva gave this to you. Yes, right before she left. Hmm. Who's, who's Leva? Childhood friend. 
my, uh, well, my first love. Oh. Though with the dryad you were just talking about. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. What, what does it do? It glows, mostly. Nice. But if what Bartolm's saying, I'm kind of getting a hunch that it might help me to see through planes a little bit better. Oh, wow. This could be the origin of your plane seeing. It seems as if your love for Leva was not unrequited. It is a great deed for a fae to give their touch to a mortal. So I've heard. I had a conversation about it with the Sammy back on the Lock Islands. Uh, Sammy? What, what was their full name? Samira. Ah. Sister to the chief of the Willow tribe. Then it is true she was captured. Word was that she had joined the resistors. Many felt uh, betrayed from the Willow, but uh, many also respected her decisions. Sad to see her go from, from Trayland. Well, I think she's all right now. She turned into a gray cloak, and we actually rescued them on one of our voyages. Hmm. Her and her crew have probably made it to safety by now. That is good to hear. It is unfortunate, though, that her brother seems to have sided with those in Kinsdale, or so I've heard. He has split the tribe. He has split the tribe. I've seen him. That bastard. Split it with a motorcycle. Tribe splitter. You have seen... dick. (laughs) (laughs) You... You have seen him in Kinsdale? He was on the waters in our last battle. On Lake Fainor? I'm almost certain it was him. (sighs) Then in... Then his abandonment of the ways of the Willow tribe have... have gone as deep as his very bones. I'm not convinced he's beyond saving, but for the moment it appears so. Telnius is just sitting there with his tea, like, looking back and forth between you guys, like, sipping it slowly. Hmm. It's elven elven drama. Yeah, it's like a soap opera. (laughs) Well... What did she have to say about the Fae Touched? She said that her parents were Fae Touched, and they made their way over to the next plane. Yes. In fact, I believe I know that story. A large piece of emerald was gifted to the Willow Tribe, correct? That's correct. After the Orcish Wars? Mm Mm-hmm. They were very grateful. And that piece was then gifted from the Willow tribe to the Fae. I believe that tool was used to help regrow the forest after the burning. That would make sense. That is another sign that Velser Enna could be alive, as only one of his power could utilize that stone. Be on the lookout for this emerald stone gifted from the willows to the fae. Well, that's excellent news. Yes, yes. 
Perhaps this tool, this stone, this gem is still being used. I believe this means that we are on the right track. And he clasps your shoulder just above where you are, Fay touched. And he says, I am putting my trust in you two, just as I have over this, over these past years. I look forward to seeing what you accomplish. We will not fail you. We can only succeed. Godspeed, boys. You speed. Tell yeah. me us. <laughs> me speed. Me speed. <laughs> Architect speed. Yeah. <laughs> and um, may the spirits look after you both. And with you. And he goes off to bed. Are there any last actions you want to do before you head off to bed? Yeah, as he's walking off... Uh, he can take this and do it on his own time and maybe if he gets up in the morning and starts looking into it but i kind of hand i i hand him vanessa and i tell him about the issue with the cold damage and all the cold magic and how i think there's still a way to access it uh let's do let's do that that's been like a long-term project yeah. i mean you've only been there for three days yeah that's fine but that's one of the maybe as you told the story mm-hmm. of your seeing of these other realms Mm -hmm. yeah that is something that he's going to continue to work on yeah and i i want to ask him to look into that and to look into if there's anything more i can attain through the heat magic and that'll be it you all get a full night's rest or um meditation just as dawn uh approaches you hear hoof prints not racing but approaching the cabin you hear a rustling in the bushes as you awaken or come to whether you're you were making some tea or Bartom was just coming out of his bedroom to greet you you hear a small troop approach Hey everybody, is Carlos the Satyr here? Um, so Andrew and Cass would have loved to have given you this mid-roll, but um, they got way too high and passed out about a mile into the hike through the Fey realm, uh, this part of the forest specifically, and so I uh, had to fashioned together some kind of sled that I'm now pulling um, with them unconscious through the forest. It's really hard not to look mad sus right now, just taking two unconscious bodies deeper and deeper into the woods, but they gotta find their friend uh, Taylor. Yeah, they gotta find their friend Taylor, and I promised I would help them. And they also owe me a lot for the uh, fey leaf that they have uh, uh, imbibed or inhaled, rather. Um, but anyway, I know that you all want to get back to the episode. So I'm going to read um, this note that I found on Andrew's person. And uh, hopefully we can get you back to the uh, heart-pounding action 
or heart-pounding conversation uh, of the current episode. Today's episode of Chasm Quest featured Andrew as the Danger Mom. Yeah, he's right here too. Taylor as Ias. Oh, that's the guy that we're trying to find. Aha. Uh-huh. Cool. Micah as Telnius. And we'll feature Micah W as Silen. And of course, Colin played Old Kaloon at the beginning of the episode. The theme song was composed by Sam Anderson. And the sound design was done by the multifaceted, multi-talented Alex Danner. Make sure to head over to patreon.com slash chasmquest to support the Rowdy Boys and Andrew's new addiction to Leaf, And follow them on Twitter and Instagram at chasmquest. Wow, they're really original with these links. Be sure to visit chasmquest.com for links to Discord, merch, and online wiki. Oh, they also want me to mention that they have a promo code. Um, No, it is not Manscaped. But in fact, found familiar. Our code is still active, it says here, with our old friends at found familiar. So go to foundfamiliar.com slash chasmquest and enter code Stay Rowdy, all one word, S-T-A-Y-R-O-W-D-Y, to get 10% off your next purchase. Also, right now, if you spend over 60 U.S. dollars, whatever that is, you will get free shipping on all coffee orders. My favorite, although I am biased, is their Face Step Blend which is a Guatemalan medium roast with hints of bourbon. I don't really know what bourbon is or what Guatemala is, but I'm sure I would like them both. And now, yes, you can also use promo code Rowdy, R-O-W-D-Y, and save 20% on your next purchase at manscaped.com. They have a multitude of high-quality hygiene products. I personally used some of their products to trim my ass hair. I am now without the dingleberries. I am Carlos Sands Dingleberry. I am dingleberry-less. I think Manscaped gives us more money every time I say Dingleberry, so I'm going to try to fit it in a few more times before I'm done. Anyway, so that's uh, promo code Rowdy, R-O-W-D-Y, at Manscaped.com to save 20% off your next purchase and get free shipping. There's so many great deals. You can bundle things together, so go ahead and get that body spray that Andrew liked. He's still smelling pretty good, even though I'm dragging him through the mud here. Um, And uh, it helps cover up the fey leaf smell if you're getting dinner with your mom later on. Or trying to find your friend Taylor in the woods. But hey, wow, they're really passed out. Like, I'm going to just kick them. 
Yeah, nothing. Wow. Both of them just snoring. Hey, Cass. Hey, Andrew. Yeah, nothing. I think it may have temporarily transported their minds to another realm. Well, anyway, thanks for listening to me uh, give the mid-roll. Remember to like and subscribe and leave a, a review on Apple Podcasts. For if you do, more people will find this wonderful show featuring me, Carlos the Satyr, one without the Dingleberries, the one whom has defeated all Dingleberries for all time. And, uh, and we'll give you a little shout-out. In fact, we got some fun people to shout-out. Uh, thank you to exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Oh, no, that's the... <laughs> That was the title of your... God, I'm so bad at this. They're never going to want to uh, review us again. Thank you, Lynn7k. It says you reviewed us from Australia. So good day to you. But you also said good day from England. Smiley face with like the closed eyes. Like a really... You're comfortable to be around us kind of smiley face. So I'm confused. It says Australia, but it says good day from England. But I guess maybe Australia is just like, they're going like old colonizer style. And like Australia is just an extension of England still. Like uh, the sun never sets kind of thing. Anyway, I don't know world history. I'm just a fake creature trying to make it through the night. Um, all right, I got, I got, anyway, thank you for reviewing the show. It really helps us. It helps grow our audience and gets us on them charts, which is working. Australia, we're on the charts, says here. We were on there last week, number 37 in gaming podcast. Wow. Thank you to our English listeners in Australia. Okay. Um, Ringo Dog 2789. There's a lot I could say about that, but whatever. Uh, the title is uh, It Is I, Not Grunty Boy. Well, it is I, Non-Dingleberry Boy. And thank you for your review where you so elegantly said the word yes. That's it. Y-E-S. Simple as that. Should you listen to Chasm Quest? There's your answer. Now, that was from the U.S. of A., uh, United States of America. So that seems pretty typical of those kinds of folk. Those uh, humanoids, the United States humanoids, uh, and the words of the late Rory, they are my favorite type of noids. All right, well, I'm getting pretty tired of carrying these guys, so I'm gonna make camp here and lay down and hope that no um, spooky fey creatures come out and attack us. Because I gotta be honest, I have no idea where I am. I said I knew this uh, area like the back of my ass um, that has dingleberries no more and that I lied I totally lied I'm just as high as these two I just haven't passed out yet so we'll see what the night holds and uh, enjoy the rest of the episode tune in next time to see if Carlos the Satyr 
defeats his enemies and survives the night. Good night. You hear a small troop approach. Oh, uh, our friends have arrived. Let us go greet them. Yes, uh, and who are these people? Chief is of the Sandalwood tribe, Lunessa. Oh, great. That's and awesome. friends, apparently. Very good. No idea who she's bringing. And you all walk outside following Bartolm as he uses his cane again to help him down his front stairs as he waves. And in his waving, it's both a greeting and you can see some of the vines nearby beginning to retreat back toward the trees that they were wrapping around as if they were poised for an attack (laughs) previously (laughs) as he steps onto his front patio. Looking through the tree line, you see... A black bear with a warrior on top. Why don't you go ahead and describe your character, Micah? So on top you see a wood elf with a slightly darker brown kilt and waist vest uh, with a quarterstaff slung across his back riding on top of this bear. And initially you see just this bright strike of teal hair flowing from his back. Riding beside on a pale horse with blonde flowing hair, sitting on the back, a blonde-haired woman, her hair coming down in braids with dots and lines accenting her eyes on her pale face as she flies a flag with the sandalwood leaf emblem. She stamps it into the ground as two more riders come out as her entourage, two more elven guards. Do we recognize any of them? Uh, Telnius wouldn't recognize them, but Ias, you recognize Lunessa, obviously, Chief S. Lunessa, who's just stamped the flag into the ground. Mm-hmm. But one of the two riders is your old friend, Keela. Ah, no way. What? That's my friend, Keela. Oh. Yeah, we trained together in the sandalwood. Oh, cool. And as they begin to dismount and walk toward you, Lunessa says, Ayas and Thorn, it has been some time. Your champion has returned. I suppose so. And before she can come up and grasp your forearm, Keela like shrieks out, Ayas, what? Hey. And she runs forward and just slams you with a hug. Oh, hey, yeah. Good to see you too. It's been a while. (sighs) It has been too long. Yeah, I've heard a lot from what's been going on with you guys. I, uh, I met your friend Janessa. How is she? She's good. She's reading now. Oh, nice. Uh, how far is she in that um, Daylight series? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh. Or the Harry Potter series. That's what it was. Oh, I think she said she finished that one. Oh, okay. Okay. Classic. 
Cool. Yeah. And then she had written a letter that she had started a new one. Oh, Twilight. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> nice. And um, Silent, your ears perk up when you hear the name Janessa. And Not Twilight. Them. <laughs> but also Twilight because it's your favorite series. <laughs> I mean, where else are you going to learn about the vampires that are roaming Trayland? True. It's the only literature. So yeah, your ears perk up. Um, is Silent staying atop his mount or is he uh, dismounting and joining the group? Silent, <clears throat> he dismounts and he's uh, standing aside Lunessa. Uh, who's, Lunessa is now greeting... Um, Bartolm and they are uh, Bartolm goes to shake her hand but Lunessa pulls him in for a hug Bartolm you you look are you okay no oh, do not worry about me Lunessa oh I'm so glad you were able to come and he's looking Bartolm's looking a little bit past Lunessa and sees Silen walking up and while he's uh, Lunessa and Bartolm are talking, I come and stand next to Ayas and I say, oh, Ayas, is this Keela, your friend? Yep, this is her. Keela, this is Telnius. It's a pleasure. I put my right hand out now. Well, at least he's telling us now. The pleasure is all mine. Uh, any friend of Ayas's is a friend of mine. Oh, and uh, my friend, and she turns around and Bartom's already engaging with Silent and Bartom says, actually, Bartom sees you and, and he, he gives a slight bow and he says, thank you so much for returning to my hut. It's been some time. It has. As you can see, I've assured that you've had a better greeting this time around. I do appreciate that. Of course. Well, you might be, uh, want to hear uh, a bit of your friends as uh, as some of these folks have, have come across them. And he turns to Ias and Telnius and says, Ias, Telnius, this is Silen. He adventured with Keela, Janessa, and Selvi about a year ago and has been a great help. Pleasure to meet you. Yes, Silen. You look really familiar. I should. Hey, you look like someone I know. Huh. As I understand, you're the new champion. Yes, I am. Uh-oh. That is me. Why, why, why do you ask, Silent? Yeah, why do you ask? You beat my brother. Oh. Claybon's your brother? Yes. No way. Pull out more tea and start <laughs> drinking it. That's it. I recognize the hair color. Yes, that's correct. Well oh, done. Man. You know, I would say Luck was on my side that day. He was a very good fighter. No, he wouldn't. He would not say that. He literally talks about being the champion. Yeah, I whooped him. It was great. <laughs> Lunessa's like, <laughs> Lunessa's like, I would have sympathy for you, Silent, but I won a lot of gold that day. <laughs> <laughs> the odds were against young Ayas here. Oh, man. It was a hard battle, but your brother's a good fighter. I assume that's in you as well. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's pretty incredible. I uh, sorry to hear that he lost, but it happens. As is life. Well, Silent, it is a pleasure to meet you. And I stick my right hand out. I'm like waving it at everybody, <laughs> shaking everybody's hand. And I'm and me and Bartol, the only one who knows that it's new. yeah, that yeah. It's a new hand. And then he's like, "Woohoo! What do you think of this?" And uh, everyone's like, "It looks like a hand." See this? I thing? don't understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> woohoo! Pretty Lunessa, cool. Lunessa, um, 
here's the awkward interaction and she says look Claybon he served as champion for for 50 years and he he protected sandalwood from many many foes it is uh you should look back on his time with respect definitely do that's a nice bear you have oh yeah she's uh she's a good friend what's her name <laughs> I hope it's Ooh, Micah. Bera. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Micah, it'd be even more confusing. <laughs> it's Berenstein. <laughs> Levin. Levin. And I bow to Levin. Yeah, how does Levin uh, react to strangers interacting with them? I don't approach, I just mm. bow. <laughs> She's very polite. Oh, so nice. she just sits, sits mm. back <laughs> on her butt. Gentle giant. Knowing that we were uh, out adventuring, I, I prepared her. So she has a yellow that's running down under her eyes and up and over her ears. And she's a black bear? Yes. Nice. That's amazing. Did you say there was one more guard there? Yeah. It's Brex. It, oh, no way. Yeah. Brex, what's up? Oh, hey. I forget what voice you did for him. It was just typical. Oh, yeah. It was like, yeah. yeah. Oh. Ah, yes. It has been too long. Sorry, I was tending to the horses over here. Yeah. How's the rest? Yeah. Uh, good. The the group, they um, have had their hands full, but, um, you know, comes and goes, jobs, this, yeah. that type I imagine, of thing. I imagine you've all been really busy. Sorry to hear about everything. It's crazy. It's what it is. The world's a crazy place, but um, I hear you all are helping to... Uh, Maybe put some things right in this forest. Yeah, sounds like we're heading off to the Aspen. That is correct. That is why I asked Silen here to join your team. He has spent some time, quite some time, with the Oak Tribe. Really? Yes. Hopefully we'll be able to have a positive interaction. Oh, I hope so. (laughs) And Keela says, and if not... This guy is one of the best fighters I've ever seen. <laughs> well, that's fantastic news. Yeah, I've, I've heard things about the Oak Tribe, so I'm sure they're not easy to get along with, but you managed to. It wasn't always my choice. Ah, I see. L- Lunessa smiles and says, Yes, the Oak Tribe can be hard, both on the body and on the mind. But as you can see, and she pats you on the back, Silen, hard-pressed like a diamond. Hmm, better for it, it seems. That's what we need right now. Well, without further ado, I suppose it is time to get on the road? Yes, that is correct, Lunessa says. Oh, Telnius, I uh, took the liberty of bringing your horse with us. Oh, Quarter? Where, where is Quarter? Over there, next to Tolka. Oh, my word. If you'll excuse me, and I bow to the group and just frolic over to <laughs> Quarter uh, and... I pet Quarter. How does Quarter react? So excited to see you nice. um, amongst the living, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, because the last he had known, you were riding uh, unconscious on his right. back through That's the right. forest. Yeah. So sees you come out of the hut for the first time and is just ecstatic. Sees you come around the corner. Almost breaks free of its tether. Oh, Quarter. Whoa, whoa. It's okay. It's all right. And I pet his mane and uh, calm him down. Nice. 
And he's like sniffing at your satchel for one of the apples oh, yeah. you have. I pull out an apple and give it to him. <laughs> and he's, yeah, he's very happy. Oh, I'm assuming all the tack is out there. Mm-hmm. I just start, you know, saddling him. and Exactly. Cool. Yep. And I like, like Lunessa and Keela just kind of hop on with no mount. You don't have a mount? I mean, with no uh, saddle. No oh, saddle. Got it, got it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, dang. They're riding bareback? Damn, I didn't know that. Silen would be able to choose, but um, the sandalwood are known for the... Bareback. Bareback riding of Damn. the horses and how close they are in terms of like communication with the horses and some wow. of the horse lords of, of old ha- have all come from the sandalwood. Nay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lunessa does remount and Silen, you are also coming along. Keela and Brex, though, they are going to stay back, actually, with Bartolm, as he explains. I um, actually have some work I need to do and uh, would need some help uh, getting it done. So these two will remain with me, and it will make your ride more swift. Anything new on, and I tap Vanessa on the side of my belt. Yes, let me see. If you focus well. You may activate the cold again, but it will not be quite at the amount of power you once wielded it before. So basically, if you succeed an arcana check with your sword, you can use the cold. It is starting, though, at a d4. And with more work and more meditation, you might be able to get it back up to, I believe it's at a d8 now or is it higher than that d8 for the heat yeah so although he wasn't able to uncover any secrets to enhance the heat he was able to and i literally what i had to roll was a contest between bartolm and espania oh damn that's cool that's really cool (laughs) i love that wow yes um and then it, does he roll an arcana check for every time he uses it? Or is it like he rolls Anytime it and then I he gets it for like 10 rounds or something? Yeah, it would depend on how much he, how well he succeeds at the arcana oh, check. okay, gotcha. Okay. Yep. So if he were to get like a nat 20, I might allow it for like the next three days. You yeah. can use cold. Okay. Okay, cool. IS, you mount up on Tolka and Telnius, you mount up on Quarter. You come and match all four abreast with Silent on top of Levin. Levin. And Lunessa introduces you to her mount, Elendel, the mystical. Shall we ride now for for the Oak Tribe? And she's looking at Silent. Let's. Lead the way. Levin is unmounted. Uh, she has no, no saddle, no mm-hmm. bridle. So I just lean into her shoulders and she takes off. Perfect. So matching your training from growing up in the sandalwood to the brute strength that you have learned from the Oak Tribe. tribe. So who is staying? Is it Keela and Brex? Brex Brex are staying, but we are getting the chief dis... Chief Lunes- S. Lunessa, Lunessa is going with you okay, cool. uh, along with Silence. So it is the four of you. Party of eight... Including the app. Are we bringing Olna? Oh, yeah, for sure. Olna's okay. for sure. Yeah, coming. I imagine Olna riding on mm-hmm. your shoulder, like yep. on top of the horse and just enjoying it, like tongue lolling out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. do you still have your dragon flying? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. As long as it will be friendly to you. Yeah, if it comes around, I've got like, I kind of like reach in my bag and like pull out some like a little vial of sugar or something. Yeah, and just as you all take off, you hear this as the dragonfly with the mystical blues and and greens all enmeshed onto its back. As the morning sun alights it, it lands on your shoulder as you feed it some of the sugar water. I like my shoulder is like dusted with like a little bit of sugar. Mm. And it's just like cooling yes. up. Yes, landing on your right arm, your main sword arm. It it feeds on the sugar as you continue to ride deeper mm. south in the sandalwood forest on your way to the oak tribe. Hours go by. Nearly half a day. Silen, give me a survival check at advantage. You have Lunessa and Ias there aiding you. 21. You are making quick time. In fact, you find that the trails are dry. The rain that has affected Lake Feynor west of you, because you are heading south, has not affected at all the land that you are covering now. Even as you get closer and closer to the Oak Tribe, you find that the trails that you are discovering or or coming across are serving you well, and you are able to make good time. While we're going, I want to see if I can um, watch Chieftess Lunessa and Silen and just kind of get a feel for what their abilities are, like what they specialize in. Give me an insight check. Nice, nat 20. Oh, shit. Plus... I think Insight's one of my, like, my good boys. Yeah, so 25. Nice. Lunessa, you see, is a gifted mage. Oh, cool. Uh, You notice a few potions at her hip and many pouches along her waist that would hold components of different things. A lot of them more natural, so perhaps a powerful druid. Okay. Her flag pole seems like it can be converted into a spear and other things oh wow okay Mm -hmm. you see on the back of her horse the saddlebags that she has um one of them holds a blade for a spear and there's a bow and arrow strapped across her back with a quiver at the hip of the horse okay so that she can rain arrows down from her mount blot out the sun (laughs) <laughs> and silent. <laughs> With silent, you actually notice very few weapons, if any. Just the um, well-crafted quarterstaff. Right. Has okay. a uh, ring on one side and a, a spade shape on the other. And okay. And just a few pouches. But it's the only thing you recognize is, uh, immediately as a weapon. And Maybe like a re- satchel full of meats. And remind me, he's not wearing any uh, armor, right? He's literally wearing a kilt and, like, a waist vest. Waist vest, that's right. Okay. That's right. Okay. Yeah, and perhaps with that insight check, you wonder at what story there is behind an elf wearing a kilt, known as a dwarven ancient um, battle garment, you know? What, you know, what what brought that type of tradition up into Norholm? silence muscles that they are quick with their hands and yet very powerful okay gotcha okay like they could land several blows quickly and not any of them 
almost like a Softening. flurry, like a Mick flurry, like a flurry of blows. One might assume, yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Hey, with a 25 uh, uh, insight, insight check. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally can tell that. And so the ride is much shorter than anticipated with that 21 survival check. And so it does not take long as you four continue to ride over the hills and forests and fields of the Norholman forests. Ayas, eventually you realize you are no longer amongst the sandalwood forest, but are now entering into the Oak Tribe's domain. Hmm. Maybe a, a bit of a clenching of your shoulders or a tightening of your shoulders as, you know, you have not traveled down this far southwest before, if, if not ever, during your time on Nor- in Norholm. Yeah, um... I would remember back that I hadn't traveled this far in this direction toward the western side of the island. The last time you were this far south was probably in Norholm, was probably with the, uh, what's the group's name? The Anto Fighters, and we have taken travels down to like Pontyshire and like mm-hmm. back, but I haven't ever made my way to the western side. Exactly, yeah, so that's... You're not only getting the most south, but this is definitely the most west you have been. Mm-hmm. Arizona. <laughs> Silen, what does the oak forest look like? It is immense. As the trees are growing uh, taller and thicker, you see uh, roots that stick high out of the ground and dig down again, making these archways that we ride through. Whoa. Oh my God. That is sick. gorgeous. Yes. And as you make your way closer through this trail that weaves in and out of these immense roots, these ginormous trees, the oak leaves being that curved yet powerful design, you soon come upon the trail, the main entrance to the Oak Tribe Center. What does the front gates look like for the Oak Tribe, if any? So there is a almost a hedge wall of vines that uh, grow up, uh, creating this barrier in between two very large trees. And uh, you can't tell from looking at it, but it is a row of oaks that have been driven into the ground. Nice. Uh, not standing trees, but huge carved pillars. Mm. And the vines grow up and through and around it and oh. actually pull the uh, timbers closer together. Oh, wow. nice. That's awesome. And as we get close, I uh, dismount and walk Yes, Lunessa follows suit, and she also dismounts, kind of giving a nod over to Ias and Telnius. Yeah, I dismount. I dismount. All right. Um, Silen, any, any last recommendations before we enter? Just know that um, because of how the oak acquires what they consider to be the most valuable of people, there are many, many cultures here. As an elder, and as you're well known, uh, you would have no trouble speaking freely 
as you meet the elders of the oak. Noted. Okay, so should I keep my mouth shut then, or? That sounds like what he's trying to say nicely. Yeah, okay, got it, got it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just wave with my right hand. You all begin to lead your mounts closer to the gates, and how do the gates open? So it is a, a solid wall that actually parts. So it parts behind the wall and opens uh, like two fans pulling them apart. Oh, it's like a drawbridge that just kind of like fans hmm. out like a peacock fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's wow. kind of sick. That's awesome. Huh. And as you step through on this dirt path in the midst of this immense, dense forest, and although it is well past noon, these sudden must try hard to make it through the forest canopy to reach down this far, giving this location a bit of a dull appearance. And although colors are not immense, the forest is not for lacking in terms of diversity of what grows here and what Mm. creatures run and scurry across the ground. As you enter, you realize you have raised probably a good 6,000 feet in terms of elevation on your ride up here. And this would be considered a type of like more of a ridge, like a larger ridge or plateau that you are on. Mm -hmm. And as you continue forward, you know that this is still even at the foot of the mountains that are beyond and even further south where the Aspen tribe are known Mm -hmm. to be located. So the hope is to pass through and I as you would know this, that, that the only way to reach the Aspen tribe is actually in order to reach the ridge of the Oak tribe and, and pass through it. So as we come through these gates, there is one of the tribe looking down from what seems to be a hunting post, right? Basically a set of steps leading up a tree with just a very simple, not comfortable platform that they sit upon to look down over those who pass through and it is one who you just recognize as part of the tribe and he kind of looks at you you meet eyes and he just nods as you pass through he does look though to the other three and gives kind of an inquisitive glare he sees lunessa and she kind of gives a mild bow uh, but does not maintain eye contact for long as as you continue in and looking at the last two he kind of begins to scowl but i see him start to scowl and just put my hand over my face just (laughs) like walk by it right like (laughs) pretending not to see him yep as you continue in what are the buildings like in this settlement so in the settlement you'll find uh Mostly it is cleared of brush and high grasses, but any trees that were there as the oak settled, they built around. Uh, They did not clear the land of the forest. It also aids in the oak being hidden. So you'll see um, shops and stores that are built in and around the tall roots of these trees and you'll see branches were actually uh, cultivated where they um, actually tapped into the bark so that they could create steps 
uh, with new branches growing out so that they could make their way into the canopies and create platforms and houses with it. Beautiful. It reminds me of Kakariko Village from Legend of Zelda. That's sort of what it sounds like. Nice. As you step through this nearly mystical settlement, the way that it is worked into the forestry around it, folks, and there aren't very many, right? Like, this isn't a densely populated settlement, correct? No. No, it is not. It would it would probably compare to, like, a small village. Mm. Mm-hmm. But everyone who walks past, you can tell, has had some form of militant training, Hmm. for sure. Okay. Um, Even those who are hawking loaves of bread or... um, They've got, like, big knives on their side. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And it's more about just the frame of each person. Like, even the children are, like, more cut than... (laughs) than, Well, you tell me this. I mean... Yeah. Well, for sure. (laughs) Literally (laughs) everyone is. Yeah. Some of the kids are walking by and like looking up at you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, little Rory, that's cute. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and he like flexes at you. And what does this communal house look like where you would find the chief? So there's a large ring of stones and boulders that uh, outline what would be uh, close to the center tree within this town. And there you can already see that there are people just sitting there. It's a place for discussion and learning and uh, watching what can happen within the center of the ring. Sometimes it's teachings, sometimes it's uh, sparring. But beyond the ring uh, is just a another oak, really thick, really heavy gray and brown bark to it. But it is not decorated any more lavish or grand than any of the other houses. And that is where the elder resides. Hmm. Nice. As you walk forward, Lunessa says, Is this where we will find uh, Chief Illithor? Yes. Lead the way then, I suppose. I use the ring of my staff to loop over a branch. And I just pull down. And as the bow swings up and down, you can see that it's just connected to more bows above. And there's almost a rattle of acorns against Whoa. each other. Oh, nice. That's cool. Stepping out from this humble building, a man with the side of his head is shaved, long brown hair, elven ears, and dark brown skin this is chief illithor that's a handsome dude (laughs) yes kind of freckles across uh his face and his eyes this not quite the deep emerald green that you have ayas but Mm -hmm. this light green almost like a faded field of um tall grass ah the unexpecting warrior returns it is good to see you, Silen. It's good to see you as well. How was it your time with the sandalwood? A little bittersweet, but so very good. Mm. Yes. I see you have brought friends as well. <sighs> yes. Um, Chief Lunessa of the sandalwood has come with me in order to... <sighs> 
try and make our way to the Aspen. And mm-hmm. I know it's not something that is taken lightly. Chief S, and he looks beyond you, Silen, straight at Lunessa. I know it is rare to even receive word from one of your tribe, but to have one of you step in, in through our gates. Well, I suppose I should hear you out. And these two here, and he looks at Aias and Telnius. I ascend Thorn, champion of the Sandalwood. Uh, Telnius the White. That's it. Hmm. <laughs> That's all I got. I see. A strange entourage you run with, Lunessa. And she shrugs. They get the job done. She begins to walk past him into the the building. Oh, yeah. We're, like, we're, Beckoning you to le- like follow. We're working on a name. I'm thinking Ginyu, Ginyu Force. That sounds good to me. What does it mean? I don't know. What do you, What does it mean? Strong. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Ginyu. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you all get nuts on your way into the building? <laughs> you totally do. Yeah, I get to sure. utilize his new Boom. hand. Bam. And as you step through into the the building that has not tables, but floor pillows like all along sitting around and they're not like soft they are maybe just stretched leather packed with hay or foliage or whatever pine cones yeah and he's no acorns <laughs> acorns yes exactly <laughs> and they're filled with, with soft wonderful luscious acorns <laughs> nothing is truly made for comfort here <laughs> yeah and uh he goes to a a uh, small stove which does not burn with you haven't seen any natural fire but he does wave a hand and starts a magical flame mm. under what would be a, a, a tea kettle but it's more taller and syn- uh, cylindrical mm. and you see him grab a handful of what seem to be like nettles and and pine needles Mm -hmm. and and uh nuts and things and he throws it into and takes a takes a tankard like thing and pours water Mm. uh in through the top and lets that begin to boil and as he turns around he says so you are searching for the aspen tribe that uh that would make two of us and let's take a break. What? <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. This was a waste of time. Didn't expect that. Well, let's go home. 